Hey, Caroline. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm excited that I can finally speak. Um, yes. Because I had laryngitis. So I, there were like, like five days there where I literally couldn't talk. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Which is That's why this, why this is, is delayed. coming out late. Right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for understanding. Um, I'm glad you feel better, though. So when did you finally get your voice back? Um, I would say, let me think actually my timeline, I would say I finally got it like back, back on Friday. Like, like I could talk, but it was like limited. Like I'd had a battery that would run out and then I would lose it again. So, um, yeah, it was pretty rough and it was weird because I didn't have any other, like no cold, like I had a sore throat, but that was it. It was like no other symptoms. I didn't have a fever. It was so weird. So, Hmm. Yeah. That's but very weird. And thr- better we than are. ever. Honestly. Better than ever. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking red wine. Gotta go with the classic. Nice. You know, how about nice. you? I am also drinking red wine. I just got it from Safeway like half an hour ago. Um, I just went and I got my booster shot. And uh, so I got my COVID booster shot and my flu shot. And the flu yep. shot hurt so much. Right? It's it hurt more than the COVID shot going in. I like didn't feel the COVID shot at all. I think the flu shot they like put it into your muscle or something. Mm, okay. Yeah, so it's a little different. It's funny. I think it's the last episode that we released. I had just had my booster and flu shot. Yeah, uh-huh. That's hilarious. <laughs> Y'all are hearing it live. Get booster get that this morning. I realized That's that this funny. morning that the yeah the last one you had just gotten your booster shot I'm not feeling it yet though I literally just got it like an hour ago oh yeah you'll be, um, you'll be good yeah yeah I'll probably have a fever tonight but whatever take one for the team yeah um tonight we're talking about danger on deception island which I'm so excited for I really love this game yeah I'm excited as well I I told Emily before we hopped on but I played this game when I was a child with my father and this is the first episode he's going to be listening to because he actually played the game with me so hi Henry. Hope hi you're Henry. Doing well. oh my gosh I really I really hope you guys are doing well should we get into some fun facts let's get into some fun facts Emily go ahead nice so this was released on October 3rd 2003 so I was nine and you were four. I would have been, five. you said October 3rd. Yeah. I would have been four, almost five. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, it takes place in Snake Horse Harbor in Washington, which I have since I moved out here, I've been dying to go up to the islands up there, but I haven't, but we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the setting because I love it. Um, this game was based off of Nancy Drew mystery novel number 153, which is called Whispers in the Fog, which I did not read. And I'm I sure you probably weren't able to either. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of different I didn't I didn't have many fun facts for this. They're just there weren't many on all of the websites that I check. Um and even on that other fun one that I found a few episodes ago and started checking. There just there wasn't a lot of stuff, but you can crash and be killed if you go cycling without a helmet. Classic. I did I that, but did I did it on once. purpose. Because okay. I was like, LOL, I like to show everyone that you can die that way. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, you can drown if you go kayaking without the life jacket. Yeah. You can drown if you paddle the kayak out too far. I did you do that. You can crash. Time. You did do that. You can crash the kayak and die, which I did not encounter. Did you ever crash your kayak? Either. How do you crash it? I don't know. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. May I don't. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back and try when we're done with this. Uh, you can be caught and presumably killed by smugglers on the boat, or you can be killed by the villain if you fail the final end game challenge. Obviously. Uh, you can also lose the game without dying if you give either yourself or Katie food poisoning. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you get arrested for trapping female crabs, if you get hit by the falling rocks from the lighthouse, if you break Katie's, if you break Katie's kayak, or if you slip and fall from the rocks. 
what is all this kayak crashing and breaking? I know and- it's very risky out there for us kayakers. But I didn't encounter I mean maybe I'm just a really good kayaker yeah I didn't either I never had a problem except I did like I never have yeah yeah huh interesting if anyone's died by kayak uh please give us a holler (laughs) yeah died by kayak accident of some form um I would love to know how you made that happen yeah and uh, that's all my fun facts they're just there weren't a lot I guess things that her interactive were pretty calm pretty chill yeah. pretty chill yeah. um uh-huh. the, i will say i i did look into the this whole orcas being trained to help the military mm. thing and that's not a thing uh from what i can find i did some like yeah. I, again light googling so like if anyone has more information on this please let me know i am definitely not did not do thorough research but everything i could find was about like the Navy, like potentially encroaching on endangered species, but not training them to do the things that this orca in this story was being trained to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I so. will say though, it is the military. So who really knows? Right. We, maybe they have like, like a pack of orcas, you know, that reminds me of um, in Parks and Rec when Andy like trades everything for lions when they do UN, if you you remember that? There's like a scene where he's I like, I just traded my military that. for 30 lions. And that reminds <laughs> me, like, I guess we just need orcas now for our Navy. Oh my gosh. No people, just orcas. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. hey, whatever works. I've been meaning to rewatch Parks and Rec because I've, I've only watched that through once. But I've been rewatching it, which is probably why I probably have referenced it recently very <laughs> often. But, you know, it's okay. Probably. Um, would you like to hear my favorite Amazon review of this game? Yes. Uh-huh. It's my favorite of all time, actually. So this is from okay. um, Carpoozy22. Um, gives it one it star <laughs> and says the title is boring. Uh, this is from August 8th, 2013. Ten years after this game was released. Um, mm. says, I was excited to try one of the Nancy Drew games because it appears that others like them so well. Perhaps it was the wrong time place for me, but I could never get beyond the three spots around the island. I ran circles around the boat looking for clues. There were not any mini games to that point, nor any tools earned to work with. Right now, I need a game to relax my mind, not aggravate my already stressful life. (laughs) (laughs) I know that car pussy, please. I hope you're okay um yeah do you need don't do you need anything like what but, can we do but also you do not play nancy drew games to relax yeah <laughs> it's not yeah. a um yeah anyway have you ever met our movie. girl yeah i know oh my gosh she's always in a stressful situation but uh-huh. anyway. even when yeah. she thinks she's on vacation like in this game we get to like in this game uh-huh oh i love it um do you want to tell me who your sleep paralysis demon was? I mean, it was Holt, hands down. That man okay. is terrifying to look at. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is with, like, I feel like sometimes in the Nancy Drew games, the old people are not animated enough where, like, the wrinkles aren't in their face. It's just, like, like a very bumpy valley, and it's a little terrifying. I'm um, not going to lie. So. Yeah. Yeah. Holds a little. I get that. I get that. Um, characters. Should we do characters? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. First up, how about Katie Firestone? Well, is a, um, I I love her hair, um, <laughs> and I just love her overall aesthetic because I literally met her because I kind of forgot what she looked like, and I was like, oh, um, that looks like me. <laughs> If any of you have never seen what I look like, oh Katie gosh. is a pretty close representation, except I do wear glasses. Um, but yeah, the red hair and the bangs, man. Like, yep. it's what, what we're doing. But I really liked yeah. Katie. I think that she um, she stands up for the right things. You know, I mean, like, perhaps she she is a little brash and, and maybe if she were a little more um, diplomatic with how she executed mm-hmm. her ideas then folks would be more willing to agree with her but mm-hmm. i liked her in general and, and if she's a friend of Bess, you know i, I kind of am like okay like yeah. she can hang right yeah 
Yeah, I was like, if you're best and George's friend, you're probably in the clear. Um, so I mean, Katie is the one that kind of introduces the whole for this game, the whole, oh, Nancy's going on vacation and is gonna end up solving a mystery trope. And I like that one line that Katie says where she's like, I've got my own private detective, you. Like, oh, oh thanks for just volun telling me to do right <laughs> to do that. Katie. We don't even get honestly, this entire game is us just not really getting many options of um yeah. things we do. People just tell yeah. us to do things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so Katie, the last thing I have is that Katie was voiced by Shelly McIntyre, and this is Shelly McIntyre's only credit. Okay. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Solid. Well, you did a great job, Shelly. And your name is appropriate yeah. for the setting of this game. Ha ha ha. <laughs> All right. Next ha, up. Snaps for Caroline. I'm, I'm good. What can I say? I'm 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 a professional. Um Jenna. How about Jenna Deblin? First of Your all, face um, dropped. She's literally so beautiful. I like, wrote the first, <laughs> my first bullet for her is Caroline has the hots for her for real. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that is accurate. Yeah. But I will say her, her line where she's like, how's it going, Nancy? Like, she always sounds like she is so annoyed to talk to us every time we go up. She's like, oh, shit, it's Nancy Drew again. Like. I have so much to do, and this child keeps listeners, following me. I wish our listeners could see your face as you were doing that. You had like raised eyebrows and crazy eyes, and <laughs> Hi, like, bobbing your head back and forth. <laughs> but no, she's great. Yeah. I love her. She's so cool. She probably has eight tattoos, and like definitely rides a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and she's doing a great job. She inherited the family business, and like she's killing it. Honestly, I'm surprised mm-hmm. her and Katie yeah. aren't friends. Like, I feel like they should be friends, but anyway. I feel like probably they agree on a lot of the same issues, but, like, their personalities just don't mesh. Like, they're too similar. Right, right. That's true. You can't have two, like, fiery people. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, She also brings Hilda groceries when nobody else would, which is really sweet. Oh, my litter box just started going. Can you hear that? No. No. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, She gives Nancy everything she wants on the house, which bad for business, but good for our non-existent wallet. So. Right. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Yeah. I'll just assume she has good business practices that enable her to be able to give us free food. Yes. Um, Jenna was voiced by Amy Augustine. Augustine, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, and this is her only credit as well. Hmm. So but then Nancy you, Drew. Amy. Like uh, she could have all. been uh, oh, at all. Well, oh at least with the website that I used. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Where are they now? Find out next week. Where, where are they now? We won't tell you next week. but Yeah, we're not. I'm sorry. You can um, find out on your own next week. Right. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Next. How about um, our man, Andy, Jason? Oh, my gosh. This This poor boy, he was bullied in high school. And... For his Bob Ross hair. For, literally, he looks like, um, oh my gosh, and uh, Adam Sandler in my, I don't know, he kind of reminded me oh. of like early Adam Sandler a little bit with the yeah. hair situation. Um, yeah, he was fine. He was kind of bland. I hardly talked to him this whole playthrough, if I'm being honest with you. And uh, yeah. yeah, just kind of a boring character overall. Yeah, there's nothing really likable about him. Um, except for one thing, and I'm about to tell you what that is, is that he was voiced by Jonah Von Spreken, who I said last game voiced basically everybody in the series, um, including most of the Frank Hardys that we okay, encounter gotcha. after this game. I think I want to say every single Frank Hardy after this game was voiced by Jonah because I think the next time the Hardy boys show up is in Last Train to Bloom and Canyon. 
that was definitely Jonah, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. My, my friend Maddie, who she was watching one of, one of my streams of this game and she was, and someone commented on the fact that Andy's voice sounded familiar. And Maddie goes, yeah, her interactive just has like two men that they, <laughs> they like cast in every role and they just pass them around and alternate and hope no one notices. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> Jonah. And then the um, dude who did uh, um like Brady, Brady I think. Or, oh yeah, oh. Brady and um the other oh my gosh from yeah Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah. Is he Dwayne? Yeah, it's Dwayne Powers. Maybe I not. don't know. I don't remember. Go okay, yeah. to <laughs> our earlier episodes and you'll find out there. Um last but not least, Holt Scotto who uh, I don't Ugh. um I don't yeah. know. I don't know. He he was the um, embodiment of okay boomer for me. I don't know. Like that was what I wrote down. I was like, you just like I hate that phrase. I hate saying that because I don't think mm-hmm. like you know all not all boomers you know. But like hi Henry, yeah. So love you, <laughs> love you, Dad. Because <laughs> um, he because he is not all boomers. But like Holt is like the reason that phrase exists, right? Like like uh-huh. he just is just so out of touch in my opinion. He only cares about like his own needs like he was complaining about like katie not considering like the fisherman's needs but like i don't know it sounded like he was also not considering the needs of like other living creatures around him as well which is ironic because he's running for office and i love he's he reminds me of ron swanson but not like as lovable as ron swanson just like a little yeah um yeah anyway yeah but and he does save us at the end so he does but at what cost at what cost I mean, okay. Um, Holt was voiced by Richard Stein, and this is his only credit as well. So thank you, Richard, for doing that. And then I had to do our three main phone characters. Oh, my gosh, because they are so prevalent. Yes. So Casey Porterfield is our we love we love Casey yeah. But also, we really hope he doesn't operate any heavy machinery, <laughs> as Nancy yeah. says, because, <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey is a librarian at the Maritime Library and probably has been since he was, like, 15, I'm guessing. Uh, he's forgetful and eccentric, and we love him. And he is also voiced by Jonah Von Spreken. So nice job, Jonah. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about Casey? Um, no, you already said everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dr. Irina Predovichu, I wrote, okay, Caroline has the hots for her. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know her. She just, her voice is great, first of all, but also she's uh-huh. just our, like, you know, how we have like every three games, there's like a Russian phone con- contact. That's her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Anthropos. Anthropos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I uh, was neutral. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, she is the assistant director of the National Wood Library, which I didn't. I did not fact check that to see if it was I, I, I want to know now. Actually, hold on. Well, right, keep, okay. Keep Caroline's speaking. googling. Um, National Wood Lab. Oh, sorry. National, not National Wood Library. National Wood Laboratory. Or it's possible that I wrote down laboratory and meant library. So maybe just look up both. So um, there's a, a forest products laboratory, but um, National, there's a National Research, Research Laboratory of the United States. Okay. So it's not so, exclusive to wood. Right. It's just the forest. Eh. <laughs> okay. Lame. Um. Irina is also the host of Wisconsin favorite radio show, What Wood Am I?, that offers free consultations for wood identification. How many I, calls do they get, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, how many calls do they get? Yes, but also how many prank calls do they get? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but you have a show called What Wood Am I? And it offers yeah. free wood identification consultations and we all heard the questions that she asks so yeah, yes. 
my gosh. That's probably why she's that's probably why she's like pretty dismissive of us. She's like, this is just another fucking prank call. Yeah, but anyway, um, uh, she is voiced by Julie Raleigh, who also voices Poppy Dada back in uh, Secret of the Scarlet Hand and Charlena Purcell, (gasps) who we will meet later. (laughs) Queen. And last, but absolutely most, is our girl Hilda Swenson. Mm. We love Hilda. Love Hilda. Uh, former mayor, first of all, and former movie producer, which is like, what? How? It, on Deception Island? Where, did you do that? Is there a whole movie studio there that we didn't get to uncover? So many questions. I Maybe. Who knows? Uh, her husband was the harbor master and then he died. Very sad. She left the island and now everyone thinks she's crazy pants, but she's not. But really, actually, she is. So that's fine. Um, she is hands down the person that I'm most upset that we never meet in a Nancy Drew game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I like I, I wish she had been a character, like in just mm-hmm. in the game. Like they just made mm-hmm. a fifth character design and she was a person. And that part of maybe the mystery was finding her, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. Professor Hotchkiss and Treasure in the Royal Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I always get I always get legitimately sad our last phone call with her. I'm like, oh, Hilda, stick around for a while. Like, can I come have tea with you? But we can't. But it's fine. Uh, And Hilda is voiced by Shannon Kipp, who also voices Emily Foxworth in Message in a Haunted Mansion and Bette Raleigh in Secret of Shadow Ranch. All right. Mm -hmm. Solid. Solid. And that's all I have before gameplay. Yeah, let's just dive right in. Just um, dive right in. We're going to be here leave. for right minute. Because <laughs> this is a, this is, is this, would you say that this is like the longest one yet? Oh, yeah. But I will say my notes are a little bit, um, a little sparse because I streamed for five hours today. <laughs> oh, Yeah. To uh-huh. finish it because I had played, I would say about two hours before. So I seven hour average play time on senior detective, which is what I did. Um, and it, I hit a wall around three hours in where I just was like, mm. I'll, I'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, okay. But yeah. Okay. So would, did you also play on senior detective? I did. Mm-hmm. I will be playing oh. every game on senior detective. All right. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to get to the games with the harder puzzles and because there are some that I literally have never figured out on my own. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Just because I like would get, I'm a very impatient person in case you didn't already know that about me, (laughs) but I, yeah, I would always just get really impatient and give up, but yeah, yeah. So to see I want to see if you were able to solve a lot of the ones that I couldn't which I'm sure you did because you just stick it out more than I do (laughs) oh I really stuck it out with this game there's one puzzle Uh that really got me in this one okay I'm excited to hear what it is um so first off we have the Nancy thinks she's on vacation cliche which also happens in the next game yep and also happened in ghost dogs and or no that wasn't no yeah right because she she was going there for that but it happened in treasure in the royal tower i think that's the only other one that that's yes in the case yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so this is the second nancy thinks she's on vacation cliche we get to katie's boat and we immediately find out that her boat has been ransacked so naturally nancy jumps slash is forced into detective mode no Which, retirement for nancy or not retirement no, no. <laughs> no vacation for nancy. i mean no retirement either really. right like, she'll, she'll be doing this, this until she dies until she keels over um so Nancy's like, yeah, sure, I'll help out. And Katie's like, great, I have my own private detective. You, I don't need the police. 
And uh, she's like, Nancy, why don't you go unpack? And Nancy's like, okay. And then next thing we appear downstairs and Nancy says, I'm all unpacked and nothing is on. Everything is packed still in the suitcase. I know I did yeah. laugh at that. And I, I went into the suitcase and I found there's a Beach Hill flyer in the suitcase, which uh-huh. is the first little um, reference I found. Uh-huh. I also think it's a little weird that Katie doesn't want to call the police. Okay. I'm just going to say it like that made me a little sus at the top, but perhaps she thought, you yeah. know, maybe Holt has his nose deep in the police, you know, bureaucracy or whatever. So maybe she thought that would be a problem. I don't know. Anyway, maybe. Yeah. That is super sus though. Um, we also, we see, uh, we can go on Nancy's laptop and see that we have yet again, conveniently one way email, which <laughs> the emails in this game were very amusing. So we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, we have an anagram buster <laughs> and Nancy's dialogue. The first time we click on the anagram buster just made me laugh so hard. She says, ah, my new anagram solver. If I come across any letters that need unscrambling, I'll be all set. <laughs> right. Like, oh, if I so happen to. Oh my God. All the, I'm like, first of all, what a nerd. Also, how often does she just come across anagrams? I've never naturally come across an anagram in my life. Well, Nancy, are you solving mysteries like Nancy is? Just throwing that out there. I mean, no, but uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she does run into a lot of letters. That's a, that's a good point. And um, we also, if we go into Nancy's email, we see we have a couple emails from Hannah. And in the subject of one of them, she calls Carson Daddy Drew, which makes me very uncomfortable. I know. I hated that so much. <laughs> I was like, mm, no, <laughs> no, please don't poor, do that. Poor choice. Poor choice oh, of, yeah. poor choice of words. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I'm just cringing internally. Uh, did you do our couple boat fixing chores next? I did. I started with the books. Um, and then the, the one I got you. No, no. That was easy. Okay. Yeah, no, those are fine. Um, but I thought it was funny that the pipes rotatable. The books c- cannot be rotated. <laughs> I just thought that was silly. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Um, but those are both I, fine for me. Yeah. Do you want to hear my for sure idiot moment of this episode? I'm ready. <laughs> I don't think you are, like, but you have wine in hand. So that's, that's good. Should I put it down? Oh. I, so it was this playthrough that I finally realized that you have to, for the pipes puzzle, those things are like obstacles that you have to go around. I swear every single time I've played this game, I've just been like, this is the stupidest puzzle ever. Why do I have to just try random pipes and wait for one to fit? But you have, no, you have to go around those things on the wall. No, Emily, see, I don't think that that's that silly because I think that the, hey, the, you the art in that particular shot, the animation makes it the depth's perception a little bit confusing. Yeah. Honestly, like mm-hmm. you think that the pipes are so far in front. Also, like what plumber made that? I just want to yeah. talk to them. I'm it not a plumber, no sense. but like, come on. There's no way that, <laughs> that it needed yeah. to be that complicated. Yeah. But I mean, if you're living on an island in the Pacific Northwest, I'm sure there's some weird plumbing stuff you got to do, but I'm sure nothing that ridiculous. Um, But yeah, thank you for saying that. I feel validated now. You're good. Um, Thanks. We find a whale world card, which try saying that five times fast. I could barely say it that once. Every whale. time I say, I said whale world, I thought of Wayne's world. world. So I go, whale <laughs> world. <laughs> the whole time, every time we I have to go to whale world, I'm going to sing it every time this episode <laughs> because I literally did it for five hours today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so that's kind of sus, but it's not too sus, right? I mean, that's a, that's just a business card. Um, and then at this point, we can talk to Katie and find out about this orca, 
which basically the town can't decide what to do about it. It's like this orphaned orca that's lost her pod, blah, blah, blah. And they don't know. (laughs) They're like, no, don't feed it. Natural selection. And then someone else is like, we should help her rejoin their pod, which I don't know how they would know where that is. And other people are like, no, you have to take the long way around. Don't come within 300 feet of her. And then the fishermen are like, no, that's stupid. So picture like um, probably every Gilmore Girls town meeting ever. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. Kirk is. uh, Hmm. I think Kirk Kirk is. is, um... Oh, go ahead, please. Sorry. I uh, didn't know where I was going with that. I just hoped I would find it once I said for sure. That's so okay. Go. I was going to say Kirk is probably Andy because Kirk is always trying to start these like small businesses that like kind of compete mm. with other people's things going on. You know, that's like something he does yeah, a lot. Kirk is the one secretly training the orca and right. <laughs> getting it to smuggle these goods just so ridiculous oh my god we'll get to that we'll get to that i have so many mixed feelings about this game in general yeah yeah we'll get to it we'll We'll get get there we'll get there um so basically there's this orca and the town can't decide what to do about it so this is one of those things that happens in some nancy drew games that i don't really like i think just because when i was a kid i didn't get it i was like it was hard to find where the mystery was because it's like, oh, who ransacked Katie's boat? But also that's not like this huge mystery. And then, oh, there's this orca. But that's also not really a mystery. So I feel like just remembering playing it when I was younger, there was no really clear mystery of so it, what was oh, happening. It's funny you say that because the reason why I believe my dad and I played this this is the third game that we chose to play after Shadow Ranch and Danger by Design. And then the third game we played was Danger, this one. And I believe we picked it because I Googled what's the best Nancy Drew game of all time, just to see like what the internet told me to play. And this was number one, which honestly, in retrospect, is a little bit surprising to me because there had been plenty out by this point. And like, I, that's just my opinion. Um, but I agree with you. I felt like this is not a game where there is a linear mystery going on, right? We have plenty of those, right? But this one is definitely like, as we're going through the game, we're also figuring out what the mystery we're solving is, which is not my favorite. I'm not going to lie. I'm going in with that a little bit. Yeah, it's not my favorite either. And well, and also I remember, and I could be remembering this wrong, but um, I have this written down for a little bit. Oh, no, it's written down. Oh, this my next bullet point fits very nicely into where we are right now. Um, I feel like I remember the promos for this game, the trailers and stuff leaning really had heavy on the whole Cadborosaurus thing, the whole like sea monster caddy thing. But that's hardly in the game at all. So I feel like that's how they marketed it. And maybe they just didn't really know where they were going with the game at that point yeah or they changed the concept halfway through production that's also pretty common with things like this yeah Hmm. and 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 this kind of screams that to me like (laughs) or like something happened with the story team where they decided to go in a different direction with that which is fine and there are great things about this game so it's not a complete flop but Mm -hmm. yeah but and i mean like looking at the next game you know exactly what the mystery is from the start from the trailer through the rest of it yeah yeah, in the last game, it was also a little off because um, you have that whole joy storyline thrown in there and the haunting of the carousel like doesn't really do anything. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest issue I have with this game. Yeah. Um, first off, we did you go to Holt first? Meet our I went future to, harbor master? I went to Whale World first. Okay. Um, <laughs> talk to andy um okay yeah i just thought it was really interesting that instead of like he was just trying to buy out katie like i feel like maybe they could have done like a collaboration perhaps instead of like that going on but i don't know but that was a little interesting 
Um, well, I think, I mean, the whole reason he wanted to buy her out is so that she would stop doing her tours so that I think, I mean, in part so that he would have more business, but also so that he could do this smuggling thing without worrying about her, you know? Right, right. That's so true, so, actually. Yeah. So he wouldn't have wanted her to be in the picture at all, I think. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you play all of the Whale World games? I didn't do that immediately, but I could talk about it now if you want. You skip ahead. Sure. Um, I dislike all of them. Yeah, they're all very bad. That was the whole like <laughs> negative experience. Most of them I spent just guessing what uh-huh. the answers were. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find where I have notes for this. Hold on one second. Go for it. Yeah, I don't I don't like any of them. And I don't think yeah. I ever tried to like figure out the answers. Maybe when I was a kid, but I just guessed. I, I did the, the quiz one a couple of times with non-successfully. Mm-hmm. And then I went around and read, skimmed all of the things. So then I could go in with like a right. little bit of knowledge. But yeah, they're all pretty bad. Um, Andy, you definitely need somebody to, ju- to bounce creative ideas off of. Um, and as a player, yeah. it felt like a waste of time. And I know that it was in there because, you know, the educational aspect of the game, you want to learn about whales, um, which is, you know, it's not like as boring as other parts of the Nancy Drew series where you learn about things but it's in the museum format which is a a little bit of a Mm -hmm. pet peeve of mine is when when the Nancy Drew games are like here let's dump the learning into a museum easy I like when I'm learning grew up in DC yeah (laughs) it's like PTSD (laughs) right it's like don't take me to another museum please don't take me to another museum ever again but yeah you know what I mean though like I like to learn when I'm not thinking I'm learning yeah, like um, Treasure in the Royal Tower had a lot of that done very well. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But like Secret of, I mean, Secret of the Scarlet Hand was literally just a yeah. museum. <laughs> like I liked the premise, but I do just wish it was a, a little less of the learning about the Mayan culture and yeah. a little more of like what goes into like the behind the scenes at a museum or like that kind yeah. of thing. Like the Haunted Carousel, I thought, did that re- very, very well. In my yeah, and I think they do it really well in Labyrinth of Lies and in um oh the Egypt Tomb of the Lost oh, Queen. Oh, Tomb of the Lost Queen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but this, yeah. Yeah, that fell a little flat. Um but we play all the games and then we win a free whale watching tour, so which true. Andy just takes us on like right away there's no one to watch the desk he just leaves no wonder he's out so often (laughs) yeah really and but we do see a whale which is really cool i am dying to go i think i said this to you before we started recording but i because i live in the pacific northwest like those islands aren't really that far from me and I've been actually, I went, I did go to Bainbridge Island, which I think is part of the St. Juan Islands when I was visiting Seattle and it was beautiful. And on the ferry ride over, I kept hoping to see a whale, but I didn't see a whale and I was really upset. Um, so I'm dying to go and see a whale, but my friend who I was with on that trip at the time, we were taking the ferry back and I was complaining about not seeing a whale and he looked up a YouTube video on his phone. He looked for like whale jumping out of water. Then he held his phone up against the window and he was like, Hey, Emily, look. <laughs> That's I was so like, cute. that is not funny. You should go oh, whale watching. I oh, want you, to so bad. It's, it is fun. Mm-hmm. I, I went, I've been only one time when I was like seven. So I, I kind of remember Ooh. it with <laughs> my dear parents who, who are here oh. right now, maybe. Hey, parents. Hi, guys. (laughs) We get to see the orca on our whale watching tour. And then, uh, okay, so what did what did you do that we need to talk about? Um, Went to the cafe, met Holt and Jenna. Mm -hmm. um, And it is interesting because that coffee shop really looks like a bar. And if this were not a children's (laughs) game, I think that it would have been a bar. Um, (laughs) That's just my opinion. But it looks like a speakeasy in there. I was like, who? Oh, what? that's funny. Thought it was there are silly. lots of, I mean, it doesn't look out of place. Like it would fit in 
as a Portland coffee shop. Okay, that's fair. Though I will say with yeah. like the card theme going on too, I was I kind of oh, thought okay. of, you know, like yeah, it was just like a lot of that kind of thing. That but makes sense. Yeah. It was neat. I love the um the animation, the aesthetic in that environment. We haven't really seen a place quite like that before where it's just been very bright and very fun mm. to look at. Yeah, really a neat um location there. And yeah, that's it. We met Holt. I said my note says Holt is boomer incarnate. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> did you um did you get the quiz from him? Um, not at this point. I, I had to figure out I needed a GPS, but um oh, we could go we, ju- we can jump to the quiz. I'm I'm good. Let me just make sure I don't have anything. You know what? You just take the reins. I'll follow you. I've been wondering this will get interesting as we get into like later games where you really can do things in any order. That is so true. That's so yeah. true because we really do have to follow a specific order I've right now. Like how, how are we going to do this as a podcast? Maybe. Oh, you know what? Maybe we should just like switch off taking the lead on games. That's a good idea. I feel like a, and yeah. then for games like I haven't played, maybe I'll start or I'll take the lead. And then if we mm-hmm. both played it, we can just kind of like, yeah, figure it out. Um, yeah. But yeah, it. I, I skipped rocks. <laughs> Before I got the, the <laughs> GPS, I hated that puzzle. I was like ready to it's, throw my computer out the window. Yeah, because each rock doesn't skip the same. Right. Right. Which I think I also may have realized like this playthrough. And is that a senior detective thing? I don't know. I mean, like I'm just I asking. don't know. Yeah, because that could be it too. But for sure on senior detective. Yeah, I hated that. Um, yeah. And then I saw, I love catching the, e- the little Easter eggs. There's a scarlet hand oh. on the trespassing mm-hmm. sign, which I loved. Um, mm-hmm. And then Holt kicked me out for trespassing. Classic. Um, and I called about the wood piece then. Um, okay. So this is funny. I need to actually talk about this process with the calling about the wood piece. Okay. So the first time I oh, called. Wait, I saw, I saw part of this. Okay. Okay. It was the first dream. time I've ever watched your stream. It's pretty lit. You came at a pretty bad time because these uh, <laughs> older games will sometimes crash on my computer. And so it'll crash and crash and right. crash. Anyway, but um, we, I tried to call about the wood piece and I answered the questions wrong. And then I did the puzzle and I, I, called again and then I got the questions wrong and then I would try to call back multiple times and they wouldn't answer but I was able to keep playing the game so I was just like oh okay like this won't be a thing like I could I just this is a task I don't need to do that's fine um but we'll get to what happened later because I didn't do the task um because it happens at the very end of the game (laughs) um I did this very early on but then I get the GPS not that I didn't get it sorry the GPS is broken and I'm at Holt's quiz now. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, are, we in the, are we in the I, same spot? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, you didn't do something and you did it way later, which I also right. did. So I'm wondering if it was the same thing. But I guess we'll get there when we get there and we'll just well, it's, surprise it's each other. It's the wood identification that I didn't do until quite literally the last 20 minutes. Of my oh, playthrough. okay. Okay. And I didn't know you had to do it. So I was, I, I was kind of, yeah, I'll tell you that when we get there. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Oh, this yep. is, this is fun. <laughs> so we have Holt's quiz, which is something that he wants to make everybody take before they get what, like a boat permit or a fishing permit or something. Yeah, something like that. What and uh, it's not like it's not a hard quiz, but like I, I mean, I have all the answers memorized at this point because I've played this game so many times. Um, and then we have to bring him a male Dungeness crab, but if we mess up we get arrested right (laughs) so did you did you accidentally bring him a female no i i uh i had my twitch chat vote on if it was a male or a female because i couldn't (laughs) i i here's the thing i couldn't tell from pictures which one it was because i had kept catching females and i was like well maybe they're males i don't know because i had nothing to compare it to like there's that Mm -hmm. picture but they don't look like the picture you know, it was like a yeah. little narrower. Anyway, um, 
I also love that the clamming fine is like literally the most specific number ever. It's like one hundred and thirty-eight dollars and forty-five cents. Yeah. Like what? Who? Who did that? Silly. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I want to say about just Holt's role in this game in general is just he exists to give us quizzes to answer. He, we hardly talk to him about anything in the case. We really don't talk to the other people very much in this game. I we felt really like a lot don't. of it was running around doing yeah. stuff. But yeah, and I just and a knew lot of talk to Hilda. Yeah, a lot of talk to Hilda, mm-hmm. which is why I wish she was a she was a character in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Um. So we eventually find the male crab, and we get the GPS, but. So then this was the point at which I called and did the wood identification and Irina says, sure thing. Just hold it up to the phone and I'll give it a reading. And I was like, who hurt you? Also, (laughs) she says that, but this is like, aren't we calling her radio line where she does this? Where she gives free wood identification phone consultations? Well, you know, Emily, we were talking about the things she must go through. Yeah. You know? So maybe yes. she's just over it. So she's just like bitter. Yeah. I can't blame uh, her. We're sorry. Many... We really just want to identify a piece of driftwood. Right. We, we are here for pure reasons. We are pure... not here to prank mm-hmm. you. So. Yeah. Um, she's just over it. I get it. Uh, and after this, I went kayaking for the first time. And found some more bottles. Yep. Classic. And yeah, found the weird little. All right. I got all the bottles. Got found that little inlet place where you can build a sandcastle, which is super fun. Oh, the secret um, beach. The secret, secret beach. beach. Secret beach. Which so, yeah. isn't very secret. No, that's okay, though. But yeah, yeah I love that. I feel like, the, is this the first game where we've had sort of like an activity like the sandcastle where it's like, you don't have to do it, but it's like a fun little like thing to do. I don't know. Well, there was that um, computer matchy game in um, the last game. I remember you said that you didn't is true. Play it. I did not do that. But I feel like yeah, that's, you know, that's on the computer. But this, this is real life. <laughs> I, well, I'm trying to remember instances of that from any other game that's not digital. Um, some of them are like video games, I guess. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. We'll see, though. I don't remember we'll, see. well enough, to be we'll, honest. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Um, yeah, so we find the secret beach, secret beach time. And uh, we find this shell box under some seaweed, which just, okay, <sighs> here's the thing. First of all, I, I, have, I have so much to say about Hilda's whole, Hilda's whole deal. Yeah. So first of all, we know that there are not only four bottles, like there are multiple bottles because nancy talks to jenna at one point and jenna's like oh yeah she leaves these weird notes and bottles but nobody ever knows what they mean and they always have that one same weird word and then she just this like creepy whisper and she says rosebud (laughs) (laughs) like like, jenna that's not necessary at all um but so hilda's left like so many bottles and She's hoping that you'll just like find four different ones. And also their coordinates to a secret beach that is not that far from everywhere else. So it's very unlikely that it hasn't been seen, especially with all of your colorful sandbox toys on it. Right. And then you're just going to leave this shell box under some seaweed at the edge of the ocean and tides happen. Right. Yeah, and what are the odds that the bo- one of the bottles is just going to, like, disappear? Very high, I would say, you know? Yeah. I just, like, there are I mean, a lot of, like... I think, like, notes and bottles don't float. Like, a bottle, a wine bottle doesn't float, right? 
Does a wine bottle I've float? never tried to float a wine bottle, so I cannot Ooh. say. Let's Google it. Yeah, let's see what Google says. Do wine bottles float? Actually, wait, maybe look and see if a beer bottle floats because that's probably closer to the size of bottle. Speaking of wine bottles, I have stupid fruit flies trying to get at my red wine. Uh... Actually... So, okay, do unopened okay unopened beer bottles float? Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna like. Well, that makes sense though because beer has air in it, right? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at message in a bottle, like if they actually work. Do- <laughs> what does that mean? Like, did you like just Google does a message in a bottle work? No, I just said, what did I Google? I Googled, do, yeah, I did. I did Google. <laughs> because, because here's the thing. What I'm, what I'm reading oh, about is that full beer bottles float, but I'm asking, yeah. do, em- oh, I guess I could just do Google that. <laughs> em- <laughs> no, we're specifically talking about a message in a bottle. Oh, um, glass bottles float. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, but also that a weird freaking those buoy things that we get those things from later that didn't float. The thing that's supposed to. Yeah. You know the, what? It's well, the fine. one. The one was it. It seemed like it was like an it activated releasing it from underwater. But then how did oh, Hilda get it underwater? Yeah. Um, if she's old and, and wild and this is just old so and wild <laughs> yeah she is she's old and wild i was gonna say weird but i don't know Hil- i like hilda wild feels a little friendlier to me than weird <laughs> yeah i mean i want to be old and wild not right now but one day when i get to be old i hope that i'm also wild oh we find the shell box and we have to open it and how do we open it Caroline? Oh, well, let me tell you. Rosebud. <laughs> Which I, I literally was like... the assignment. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, I When I was playing, I was like, hmm, wonder if Rosebud is the word that opens the <laughs> Well, I'm so smart. Well, they just really hammered correct. it home. Mm-hmm. Um, we find this port starboard paper in it in which nancy says hmm i wonder what these letters stand for like there's not a key at the top of the paper right at the top. <laughs> it's oh. fine it's fine nancy she has a lot else going on in her brain i'm sure um we find a super weird story with a lot of alphas and gammas in it and we find a letter from hilda telling us to send her something from the top of the lighthouse in Morse code. So this brings up a whole slew of stuff. And uh, I request a break to get more wine before we continue. I'll grab a beer because I'm almost out. Thank you for listening to It's Locked Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at It's Locked Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks.